Hi, this is Maddie Rose, host of The Fame Game, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for Lauren Spirer. She is 20 years old and went missing from Bloomington, Indiana, June 3rd, 2011, at 4.30 a.m. She is Caucasian, 4'11", 95 pounds, with blue eyes and blonde hair. She was wearing a white tank top, a white button-down shirt, and full-length black spandex pants. If you know of Lauren's whereabouts, please contact the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline, 1-800-THE-LOST or 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Lauren, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Welcome to the program, Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Beaton, and today we will be talking about Arctic Tale, Hook, Karate Kid, Ruby Studio, The Friendship Show, and Parental Guidance. So right now, we are talking about parental guidance, and we have with us Cheyenne. So how are you today, Cheyenne? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. I have seen this film, and it's hilarious, and I love it. Can you please share with our listeners what this film is all about? This film is about a grandpa named Billy, uh, uh, the grandpa named Artie Decker, played by Billy Crystal, and the grandma named uh, the grandma named Diane, played by Bette Midler, are the grandparents from the mom's side, and. They didn't really want them to come over to babysit their kids because they wanted to go on a vacation. And so they were the second choice grandparents. And so Bailey, Mad- Bailey Madison, who plays Harper Simmons, who's the, the oldest child, she gets really stressed out about her violin class. And Turner Simmons, who's played by Joshua Rest, has a speaking problem. And Barker Simmons, played by Kyle Ridkoft, is has an imaginary friend named Kyle. So they have all different personalities. So the grandpa and grandma had to do a bunch of stuff to like even and out and stuff. And especially Kyle because his imagine imaginary friend is a big thing. Because they because he treats them because he treats um the imaginary friend the, the kangaroo like he's a brother. And so Billy Chris, uh so Artie and Diane have to like they get all stressed stuff because they have the smart house and they don't know how to use the house and so it gets really complicated for them and they just want to have a normal family and try to get the hang of things mm. it's like instead of an iphone it's an i house it's yeah funny. it's an i house which is like uh, they have their own um, computer house that their dad um is working on so it's pretty cool yeah i like i like how my favorite thing like that you just said about the story plot is how Barker has imaginary friend I think that was my favorite Mm -hmm. 
This film has some great talent, as you said before, as Billy Crystal, Bette Midler, and Marissa Tomei. Can you tell me a little about their performances for one of them, or all of them, whichever um, you Joshua Rush, Rush, who plays Turner Simmons, he has a sneaking problem, and like, I was in caught in the moment of the movie, and I thought it was real because um, it's I interviewed them, and Josh and Joshua said. Oh, I just needed just uh, I it just it kind of weirded me out because I just spoke with a stutter somehow. It just creeped me out. It, it was re- really funny and it was it looked really real. Like you said, you watched the movie and you said it had really great acting, and I thought it had amazing acting too. Yes, because when I saw him stutter at first, of course, getting caught up in the movie, like you said, um, I believe that he actually had a stutter, and I guess that's good for an actor or an actress that they can get that point across. I can't believe that he had to deal with that that whole movie with stuttering. Yeah. So, who's your favorite actor or actress in this film? Turner Simmons. He's just an amazing actor, (laughs) I just have to say. Yeah. I like Billy Crystal. I've always liked Billy Crystal. Yeah. Who do you think this film appeals to most? Like, what is the age range? Like, who do you think will like this film the most? Um, the age range for the youngest, like Barker Simmons, he's like six, so I would give it like six um, and up because it's about family. So it's kind of for all ages, but I don't think they'll kind of get it if they're younger than six. Yeah, so it's like, uh, I like if so. If you're younger than six, you won't want to watch this. Um, I don't think it w- they would understand it as much as, mm-hmm. you know, we do. We're, like, we're, like, Our minds not- are more developed. Yeah. We're, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. How It's, like, six and up. It's not, like, 25 through 26. It's not a very small age range. No. Can you relate to anyone or anything in this film? I could relate to Bailey. Madison who plays Harper Simmons because I get kind of stressed out sometimes like her because she has to prepare for the recital and stuff and it's like about her career uh, like going to a music school and and her teacher is really strict too she like the teacher made her cry mm. so she's really stressed yeah I really like her too well, you're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Beaton, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we will be talking about Arctic Tale, Hook, Karate Kid, Ruby Studio, The Friendship Show, and Parental Guidance. So let's continue speaking with Cheyenne about Parental Guidance. And we were just talking about Harper Simmons as she goes through her violin lessons and the teacher accidentally made her cry. Well, you said that this film was like a family, but is it only family, or is it something else? Um, it could be something else too. Like maybe somebody might be like have a deadline at work, and they just need a relaxation. Like um, their pa- like the children's parents, like they will go on a cruise, and uh, they just want to relax, and that's why. Like some people might just like I just need a vacation. Mm. So it's kind of just a relaxing movie. Well, it's relaxing for the parents. Yeah. Because <laughs> they want a cruise. I mean. Yeah, total difference. This film was filmed on set location. What did you think about the different scenes? It was filmed in Atlanta, which was pretty awesome. Yeah. Because it's usually filmed in, like, L.A. and stuff. Mm-hmm. But this is different. And it, it it's amazing how they do it. 
Yeah, I really like how it was. It wasn't just one spot where they filmed everything because I hate mm-hmm. when that happens. Yeah. Do you have a favorite scene in this film, or what is your favorite scene? I have two favorite scenes. My first one is like when Diane Decker, the grandma, she saw how the the violin teacher made Harper cry. So she's like, "If you make my granddaughter cry one more time." All there will be is some red hair and an and a Russian accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then, I remember that. And then my second favorite scene is when Carl dies, the imaginary friend, Mr. Chang, who uh, who is that? Who um, is the Chinese, Chinese restaurant? Yeah, the Chinese restaurant guy. He's so funny. Like only to Parker and Mr. Chang think that Carl's weird. He's like, he dies so young. I even left. I even leave extra fortune cookie for him. Yeah, like he's he's like so wound up in it because he knows that. Like I think it started as when he was just like told to believe that Carl was actually real, but then after a while, he actually found himself believing it in mm-hmm. it. So yeah. I really think that's funny. How did you like the cinematography? Was it this good? Is- was it bad? It, it was amazing because, like, there was a raining scene when they play Kick the Can. And, mm-hmm, like, they yeah. had mud and then the rain. When I interviewed Bailey Madison, she said, oh, yeah, the rain is, like, there was one part of rain and then it go out. I'm like, no, I'm not in the rain. I'm in the rain. I'm not in the rain. So <laughs> it was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, because I think most of the time they use, like, fake rain so that they don't have to wait for the weather to be how they want it to be. Yeah, I was like, oh, my gosh, when's the rain coming? Yeah. <laughs> and you'd wait for, like, 60, like six months. Oh, my gosh, we have to get this movie started. <laughs> <laughs> Would you watch this film again or, it wasn't, or if it wasn't that good? I would watch this film again because it's hilarious. It's about family love that's, like, all the mo- that's like something I love about movies family love family love and comedy and like some dramatic parts mm. I like that too where it's like range of genres mm-hmm. um would you change anything in this film to fit your like fit how you would want it I wouldn't really change anything yeah, mm. I wouldn't change anything because the movie is just perfect the way it is perfect perfect. <laughs> I mean, the one thing I would change would be because my favorite character is Barker, so I think they should have like narrowed it down on him because everyone has their own like little backstory. Like Harper was good. Like Harper was into violin, and then his the middle brother was was had a stuttering problem. But I really didn't know about Barker, so I think I would change that. Um, one last question, or not? <laughs> I don't know. How many stars do you give this film and why? Five out of five stars. <laughs> it was amazing. I just loved the movie. Yeah, me too. Like, I, I would give it a billion out of five. Yeah. Well, Cheyenne, thank you so much for talking with us and telling us all about Parental Guidance, which is in theaters now, so please check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Beaton from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids.
mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer, with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Remember Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Brianna hope and today we will be talking about Arctic Tale, Hook, Karate Kid, Ruby Studio, The Friendship Show, and Parental Guidance. So right now, we are talking about Ruby Studio, The Friendship Show. We have with us Cheyenne. So how are you doing today, Cheyenne? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> so tell me all about this show, because I've seen it, but I would like to know a little bit more from you. This movie is about a, a lady named Ruby. She has her own studio, and she has kids come over. And she has a bunch of movies, uh, like other movies, but I got to watch one of the movies, and it's about friendship. And she ta- teaches the kids about the golden rule and like how to do some arts and crafts, like a friendship tree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she shows like she taught um she tells the students like many stories of how you should treat your friends and like be fair with each other so you and how to make friends. It's really nice. Yeah. What what was the golden rule? The golden rule is to treat other people the way you want to be treated. That explains it all. Like yeah, my mom and dad the- taught me that when I was little. Yeah, they're just, like, the they're just like, treat others the way you want to be treated. I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay. So yeah, what do you and, think? And the golden rule is the message of the movie. Yeah. What do you think about the performance of the actors? Now, I know there's not a lot of acting since, like, live kids come on. It's not, they're not actors. They're just kids that come on. But how was Ruby's acting? 
Ruby's acting was nice because it was for younger kids than my age. So I think it kind of fit in with the age range they were looking for. It's not really for me, but I thought it was the good acting for the kids for the age range they're looking for. Yeah, it's too young for us, man. <laughs> yeah. How was the background music and the music that went along with the little stories? There wasn't really background music at, at the Ruby Studio, but yeah. there, I like I like the little um, the little tunes to the to, uh, in the back. Uh, in the background sounds for the little mini stories. I thought really added some cuteness in the story. Yeah. What was your favorite little story? My favorite little story is like, um, you know how the two butterflies, they have wings, but then they have a friend who doesn't have wings? Oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> because like both of my friends could write really fast and like I was in a group with them. And so I'm like, Catch up with me, catch up with me. So oh. I, I, I thought I got left a little bit behind too, like her, because she oh, couldn't so, fly, so she yeah. had to stay there. Mm-hmm. So it's so like I, you felt kind of relation, like a relation yeah. to that. So I think That's cool. like it could relate to other people too. That's cool. That's you, like your favorite scene is the one that you can relate to. Yeah. Who's your favorite person? Like, like, did you have a favorite little kid that came on the show, or was your favorite person Ruby, or? I didn't really have a favorite character because there wasn't really a lot to choose from. Yeah. It's one of those, like, five, six people shows. Mm-hmm. But I think I like Ruby because she shows a lot. Like, she's a good example to other kids. Mm. Yeah. She was all like, do this. But she wasn't, like, stern like others because they're just like, no, you have to do this. She yeah. was really nice and easy about it. Mm-hmm. She like, asked. She asked a question and, like, if they wanted to do it or not, you know. Yeah, it was, like, interactive. Mm-hmm. How was the cinematography? I thought the cinematography was great because it, they show little um, clips that were animated, and I thought it was really cute about mm-hmm. the friendship. It was really nice and cute. I just loved it. Yeah, it kind of helps all these different all these different kids with their lives. Mm-hmm. And they're totally different, too. They're not just, like, one animated part but there's like different animations you know what I mean yeah I I get what you're saying yeah would you change anything to this show to make it better for you or I wouldn't really change anything because the movie five minutes and I think it was longer than younger kids where they're looking for like three to five that I think they'll kind of get like you know Swear me and stuff, and like impatient. Mm. Really quick, how many stars do you give this film? I give this four out of five stars. That's good. Ruby Studio, the Friendship Show, is available on DVD, so go check out this amazing show. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hopiton, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we will be talking about Arctic Tale, Hook, Karate Kid, Ruby Studio, The Friendship Show, and Parental Guidance. So right now, let's continue talking with Cheyenne about The Karate Kid. This is another one of my all-time favorites. I have so many favorites. It's not even funny. Can you please tell me what this Karate Kid is all about? This movie is about a boy named Daniel LaRusso. Um... He moves to L.A., and he gets bullied by this bunch of bullies, and, like, he wants to know karate. And he moves to this apartment, and Mr. Miyagi is the person who runs the apartment. He knows karate, 
And Daniel's like, oh, dude, can you teach me some of that? And Mr. Miyagi says, sure. But the and and Mr. Miyagi said, yes, after he saw Daniel get um, bullied by the bullies, like he got knocked out. So that's why Mr. Miyagi helped Daniel because it, it was really bad. And Mr. Miyagi made an agreement with the bullies karate t-shirt and said at the tournament if Daniel wins then the bullies have to stop bullying him mm. if he lo- if Daniel loses bullies can still keep bullying him and now Daniel high trained really hard with Mr. Miyagi of the karate class uh, so it's kind of like an agreement like a so they agree to that Mm-hmm. That's cool. So it's like, no, no, I'm not going to agree to it. It's like, well, too bad. You know what? <laughs> what do you think about the performance of the actors, like Mr. Miyagi and everyone, I guess? I thought the two main characters, Daniel LaRusso and Mr. Miyagi, did great because uh, Mr. Miyagi's like, uh, he helped it and he showed some karate moves, too, that I thought that was really awesome. And Daniel did, a, was, um, did great when Mr. Miyagi's like... Uh, he's like, huh, and then like Daniel just like did the thing that he had to train for. He's like, this is not gonna work, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, not really. Then he notices that it actually worked, and then like he does some like insane karate moves. <laughs> yeah, it's like because you because he doesn't know that every little thing you do has karate in it, so he just yeah. had to figure that out. Do you have a favorite scene in this film? Favorites, uh, I don't really have a favorite scene. It would kind of give away. Oh, it's like, I do have one, but I can't tell you. Yeah, secret, secret. <laughs> secret. How is the cinematography? Was it, did you like how there were close-ups, or did you not like that there were close-ups? It was good and bad. Um, it was good because it showed, uh, because of the stunts. And it wasn't really bad. It was just that it was formed back, um, filmed back then, like in the eighties. So it was not as, you know, mm. clear as now, as in yeah. film. Yeah, I get it. Well, this is the newer version of this original film. Did you see the original? Yes, uh, this is the original. But and, and I saw the other Karate Kid. Oh, th- sorry, got mixed up. Yeah. That's, so did you, which one did you like better? The new one or the older one? I like, hmm, that's hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really have a favorite one between them because they're both similar, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's kind of like the same story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my favorite was the original because I guess I guess I like films that are older because it kind of, kind of shows what that time was like so I really like older films and the thing about the one that was filmed in 2010 that one I don't think they did an agreement oh yeah yeah so they kind of like took something out and like add something new in but this one was the original mm. well I have it so I can always watch it <laughs> um would you watch it again or was it not that good I would watch it again because because of the, the because of the stunts and the performances. Mm-hmm. 
Because it was pretty insane. <laughs> How many stars do you give this film? I'll give it five out of five stars. Me too. We're so alike. You know, because of the stunts and stuff, that's pretty hard. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's really hard. <laughs> well, thank you, Cheyenne. Tune in to see The Karate Kid. It's playing all month on HGNet Movies Kid Scene. Well, Cheyenne, thank you so much for telling us all about The Karate Kid and Ruby Studio, The Friendship Show. Go check those things out. Let's take a break. I'm Brianna Hope Beaton from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Mother Approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Remember Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Beaton, and today we'll be talking about Arctic Tale, Hook, Karate Kid, Ruby Studio, The Friendship Show, and Parental Guidance. So right now, we are talking about Arctic Tale, and we have with us Morgan. So how are you today, Morgan? I'm doing great, and how are you doing, the amazing Brianna? Aw, very well, thank you. I've seen this film, and I love documentaries on animals. So, tell me a little... Well, this film is basically about a polar bear named Nanu, and uh, and they 
are both born in, in at the same time in the same moment. So it shows them how the is like and what it's like when you're actually an Arctic animal. Oh, so it's kind of like they both were raised at the same time, but they don't quite know it. Yeah, they don't know it. And how um, there is a, quite a little bit of violence, but it was a good movie. But um, it's like all about how you have to survive in the Arctic and stuff. And how it's like all about the Arctic and how it's like so cool for a polar bear and all seals and stuff. It's so cool for all the Arctic animals and how their life and how they have to survive and blizzards and that's in the Arctic is there, maybe. Mm, that makes sense. Queen Latifah is the narrator of Arctic Tale. How do you think she did with narrating this film? Oh my gosh, she did awesome because she actually um, she did a really great job as she did in Ice Age because I just like her own both of those, and they were really good. So she was, like, awesome in both. And I just love how she was awesome. Mm, yeah, I thought she did a really good job with pronouncing the words and, like, giving us a clear picture, even though we could see it, giving us a very clear picture of how their lives were. Was there background music that you especially liked, or was it just kind of what it is, just background music? There was... Just, like, it was sometimes, like, really good background music, too. I mean, they matched up the scenes, so that was actually a pretty hard question that you asked. That's good. I liked the background music, too. It was, I was all like, yeah, I, I, I'm in the groove. Um, did you find any message in this film? Because when I watched it, I, I really liked it, but I just couldn't find a message. Did you find a message? <laughs> um, actually... No, but maybe I think there could be one message in this. Save the Arctic, because they have a pretty paradise, and you may not even know it. And the more that you kill the Arctic, the more that those animals are going to go on the endangered species. Oh, so it's like global and warming. And especially polar bears. And you were pretty lucky because her mom had her and her brother... So she had two cups, but that usually doesn't happen. It's only if it's in something called, like, um, my mom said it's only if it's in the family reunion where it's, like, it been, like, for every person, they have both had two cubs. And mm. so Nanu was pretty lucky. Yeah, that's good. Uh, well, I just thought about it. I had some time thinking, and I think, like, global warming was was the basic message. I mean, it took me some time to think, but I think global warming because of all the... Yeah. Just, yeah. Yes. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hopiton, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we will be talking about Arctic Tale, Hook, Karate Kid, Ruby Studio, The Friendship Show, and Parental Guidance. So right now, we are talking about Arctic Tale with Morgan. And we were just talking about how global warming is really bad for the environment so like save as much as you can um what, what was your favorite animal like the walrus the polar bear oh my gosh that is a good question actually i have to say the polar bear because she was really cute and she was really funny and i, I also like the seal but i think i'm 
you probably right in the middle. And um, did you know that boy seals can sing for two whole days straight just a love song so that the girls will fall in love with them? That is just cool. Yeah, it's like because we have our own ways in communicating communicating to people and so do animals so it's kind of like every like every animal and every person has their own way of communicating this is a documentary but did you think it was like a family film or a drama besides i actually think it's a wildlife film actually i think it's one of those and it's a drama too because there are sad scenes but um it's it's about wildlife and for everything, there can be a little drama in wildlife animals' life. But it's okay so far, but there is violent scenes. And scenes that will make you go really crying. And I think maybe you shouldn't let your little kids see this because it's more of drama. Mm, so, like, drama slash documentary. That's 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 yeah. good because I've always liked dramas. They've always they've always had that effect on me. What age group do you recommend this for? Like you said, how like you shouldn't let their kids see it, but like what kids shouldn't see it and what kids should? I think the age range would be maybe thirteen and up, or eleven and ten year olds, or twelve, or any kid that's ready to be facing animals eating each other. Seriously, they have to. See face that in people leaving each other and they have to face those consequences but if they're strong enough to do that they can do that that is something that i think they can do i mean but seriously if it's a little kid that will be getting scared in the middle of the movie just don't let them see it yeah so I you mean, have to be mature enough to watch this yes mm. how many stars do you give this film and why oh my gosh five out of five twinkling, 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 perfect stars because this is really a good movie that you will learn about the Arctic and stuff. And make sure they watch the very end because there are some um, people telling you what you should do for the Arctic. So they will tell you, they will tell you basically do this so you can save the polar bears, do this so you can save the seals, you know. They'll tell you what's good for the Arctic. So make sure yeah. you watch that if you want to watch this. Yeah, so it kind of gives you like this lesson about if you want to save walruses and polar bears or whatever Arctic animal you want to choose, like you have to do these certain things. Yeah. That's cool. I've always like, I've always liked watching documentaries and having them like teach you about what their, what their, what their movie was about. Would you watch this film again? And I think I know the answer. Yes, I would watch it again. See, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> you know me so well. If you were writing or directing this film, would you take anything out or add something? Or what would you do? I would minus the eating the animal part. Because that was just really bad for me. And I didn't like it you know what i mean so yeah that would be the only thing i minus <laughs> yeah i'm otherwise it was really good yeah i i would too i'm i'm a little bit older than you so i can handle that so 
Tune in to see Arctic Tale. It's playing all month on HGNet Movies Kids Scene. Well, Morgan, thank you so much for talking with us and telling us all about Arctic Tale. Let's take a break. I'm Brianna Hopiton from Kids First Coming Attractions, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. This year's Kids First Film Critics Search Campaign launches September 1st and runs through the end of November. Kids ages 6 to 14 can enter for a chance to compete for eight coveted slots as Kids First Film Critics. To enter, kids need to submit a videotaped review of one of the official search campaign films or DVDs. Public voting determines the 20 finalists, and a panel of celebrity judges determines the winners. Last year, more than 11 million votes were cast for fewer than 100 contestants. To date, some of the exciting assignments covered by the Kids First film critics include a week-long film critics boot camp at the Walt Disney Studios, the red carpet premiere of Winnie the Pooh, sneak preview coverage of films like Cars 2, Judy Moody, and The Not Bummer Summer with coverage on AOL Kids, Voice America Kids, and Working Mother. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org or on the Kids First Facebook page. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org or the Kids First Facebook page. And hurry, you only have until the end of November to enter. Remember Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Thank you. Welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Beaton, and today we will be talking about Arctic Tale, Hook, Karate Kid, Ruby Studio, The Friendship Show, and Parental Guidance. So right now, we are talking about Hook, and we have with us the lovely and amazing Zing Morgan. So how are you today, Morgan? I'm doing great, and how are you doing, the amazing Brianna? <laughs> Very well, thank you. Okay, this is one film that I have not seen. So please tell me what Hook is all about. Well, Hook is about Peter Pan. If you know Peter Pan, this is a great movie for you because this is all about when Peter Pan is growing up and he has a wife and children and everything. And she goes to Neverland because of the amazing Tinkerbell because she's telling him that his children have been taken away by I hook because when he was gone, they just got tinned away to Neverland because of the evil, nasty hook. 
until he has to go back, save children, but there is a little problem. Peter Pan has forgotten how to fly, so Tinkerbell has to carry him to Neverland, and he needs to get in ship shape. Mm. Because, so because he's been so much in his in in the real world that he forgot how to do things. Mm. So it's kind of like some... It's like when you take off from work too long, you kind of forget how to do your job. I get it. Yeah. Hook stars the actors of Robin Williams, Julia Roberts, Dustin, and Dustin Hoffman. What do you think about the performance of these actors? Were they good? Were they bad? They, they were actually pretty funny and really cool. Mm, so, so it was pretty much just a really like you could feel their emotions type thing yes mm, that's good I like how when you watch films and the acting is so good that you get caught up in the movie and you just you just lose yourself in it that's yeah good. Dustin Hoffman was actually the best hook I've ever seen but my dad who played hook when he was on following but mm. she, she, this I've heard that he had won awards and Oscars just for this from his great performance of playing Hook. Oh, that's that's cool. Did you like the background music, or was it kind of like in just like you couldn't really tell there was? There was actually great background noise. Yeah, you couldn't actually hear the great music. That was really cool, and it was just really good. So it flowed like it was all flowing yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Flowing. <laughs> flowing. <laughs> who do you think this film appeals to most? Like, do you think the majority of the people who watch it will like it, or do you think the majority of people who watch it will hate it? Majority, I think people love it. If they're not like me and haven't seen Peter Pan and loved Peter Pan, they will maybe hate it. But this is one of my favorite Peter Pans out of all the Peter Pans I've seen. I have the book. I have two movies of Peter Pan that Disney made. I have, I have even a CD, and now I have Hook, the regular Hook. And I have five things that are Peter Pan. <laughs> I have Tinkerbell. I, I just love Peter Pan. That was one of my favorite movies that I grew up on. And now that it's actually, I got to see the real one. This is really mm. cool. It's really good. I like how you have so much stuff. Like, it, I, I, I now call you obsessed. <laughs> thank so you. Do you <laughs> thank you. So, do you have a favorite scene in this film? Or was it just all so great that you couldn't pick? Well, now that you asked me that question, I did say my favorite scene was the food fight. But my, my actually, my real thing is that I, I didn't have a favorite scene. They were all just great. I, I can't pick a choice. See, now when I see it, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna have the same reaction. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Brianna Hope Beaton, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we will be talking about Arctic Tale, Hook, Karate Kid, Ruby Studio, The Friendship Show, and Parental Guidance. So let's continue speaking with the lovely Morgan about Hook. And we were just talking about how her favorite scene, well, she doesn't have a favorite scene, that's what we were talking about, and how it's just all so great and that we will love it. 
So how is the cinematography being one of, like, a Peter Pan movie since, I mean, since he flies and Tinkerbell, and how is the cinematography with all of that? That is really cool. The cinematography was actually really good, fantastic. This version is maybe the best version out of all the versions I ever had. I have to say that. Because how can a man actually fly, right? That, that is really cool. Yeah, it's how like, it, it, it just can't happen, gosh. <laughs> yeah, cool. but it's that's like, why it's called a movie. Yeah. It's like, oh, darn, they do that so good, but it looks so real, and it's fake. It's you fake. You know what I mean? It's Hollywood. It's fake. Yeah. That's what movies are for, to entertain us. What genre do you think this film is in? Like, do you think it's family and friends? Do you think it's dramatic? Do you think it's comedy? I think it can be comedy slash family and friends. Mm. So it's kind of just that warm, just warm, nice, calm movie that everyone can enjoy. Yeah. Mm, That's cool. Are there any messages that you found in this film? Like, um, were there anything that just stood out to you as a message? Never believe that you can't do something and never try to grow up so quick. Mm. Because that's what Peter Pan was doing. He was make, he was forcing his children to grow up so quick. Because they didn't want to grow up quick. I mean, once you grow up quick, you, you, you can't go back in time say, hey, please, I don't want to grow up quick anymore. Yeah, when when little kids are just like, I wish I was older. I wish I was. I wish I could drive. But when they realize that when you can drive and when you are older and when you are out of school and college, college, you think back and say, my life when I was younger was a lot easier and it was a lot simpler. And I wish I could go back, but they can't. They rushed their childhood. So I think that's a really good, really good message that she said. Would you, you watch this film again? Yes, definitely. I've already watched it again. <laughs> it's like, you know, I've watched it like 27 times. Gosh. You know, I'd watch this a thousand times if I could, but I don't have that much time. <laughs> I, I really want to watch this film now, so I, I think I'll watch it like 8,000 times too. How many stars do you give this film? Five stars. Period. Million stars. Maybe just up on a moon somewhere where they'll have a thousand gazillion stars. I'd give it the highest number you can... I'd go... I'd give it a fil- a million, a bazillion, a killion. I mean five, but this is really amazing. Mm, I, t- I didn't know you liked films that much. I do. <laughs> I do. Can you relate to anything or anyone in this film, or is it kind of just one of those films where you just relax and watch it? Some of those films that I, I kind of relax and watch it, but maybe, I, can't, I don't know, I think I can relate to that the little girl who was Peter Pan's daughter who got captured by Hook. Mm. Because if Hook did capture me and make me love him, I would just say no. No. Okay, so I was in I was in Peter Pan the not the movie. <laughs> I was in Peter Pan the play and so I was the one that shot the Wendy, so I kinda feel special. So yeah, I like know Peter Pan really well. If you were writing or directing this, would you add or take anything away or is it just perfect? I think it's just perfect. Perfect. 
That's cool. So it's like, oh, it it just fits with the fits with the music and the cinematography. That's good. Yeah. Oh, that's all the time we have for today. Morgan, thank you so much for talking with us about Hook. I agree on this being something great to see, and I would love to see it, and I think everyone else would too. Hook is playing all month on HGNet Movies Kids Scene. Thanks so much for joining us. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions to watch our video reviews of the latest film and DVD releases and to learn how you can become a Kids First film critic. Go to www.kidsfirst.org. I'm Brianna Hopiton and you're listening to Voice America Kids. you again for tuning in to kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids channel now you know what to see and speaking of see we'll see you again next week